In five, four, three, two. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh, my God. I can't believe what I just heard. Well, here we are. Uh, don't mind me, Melanie. We're here on 90 News, but I'm taking a picture for the Instagram. Oh, great. The Instagram. I'll smile. <laughs> uh, it's exciting. This is our first 90 News back in uh, 2022. Um, and uh, how have you been? How was the holidays for you? I haven't seen you in a little bit. I know. You know, we took a little bit of a hiatus from the news. It was really nice taking some time off and, you know, not working, spending time with the family and all that. But uh, it's good to be back. And we're going to be bringing you lots of fun uh, 90210 and 90s pop culture news this year. So. Welcome. I just want to shout out um, our friend Kristen McIsaac. Yes, yes, she sent me this little holiday decoration of Claire. I thought that was really sweet. Um, I, I don't. Um, I didn't put it on my tree. Sorry, Kristen. I just kept it right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cute. all right. So uh, why don't we get right into this? Let's um, roll. Let's bring Larry. on our roving reporter, Larry Don Mullen, back in 2022. Oh. Hello, happy new year. <laughs> it is so yeah, good to see you, man. Smiling faces, yeah. Um, it was a fun week, an interesting week. Larry and I did our first episode back of uh, Beverly Hills 902 Show, and we had as a guest Catherine Kendall. Catherine Kendall Butler is her name now. Um, and or was always her name, I think. Actually, I think she was <laughs> Butler before Kendall. And then anyway, um, she's really a fantastic actress. She was really great in uh, the episode that she did of 90210 playing Joan's daughter. Larry, did you enjoy uh, catching up with Catherine all these years? Yeah, later? I mean, we, we focused on the episode Made for Life, which is the third episode of season seven. I had never seen it before uh, since it really aired, and, and it was really good and, and emotional. And and then you had this kind of wild child girl, a daughter of Joan, uh, Nat's bride-to-be and mother-to-be, uh, and you know she's got a good secret, and she just was played. Oh, there's the new doggy. New that's puppy. the new puppy. Yeah, there she puppy. is. Name that puppy, guys. <laughs> is it a female puppy? She's a girl. Yes, I would yeah, love okay, a, a yeah, pop so. culture fun girl name. So yeah, I'll, get, I'll get you one. I, he's got to call it Claire, but of course, <laughs> I was going to go Willow. I was going. You know what? I thought Willow too, or Betty. Yeah. She's not yeah. a Betty though. So Willow for Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, back sorry. to Catherine Kendall. Who, yeah. You know, was gorgeous in the show. And if you and you should actually go back and, and watch this episode because we we cast her because she was a ballet dancer. Because we had some ideas in mind that we were going to basically pretend that Joan, her mother, thinks she's a ballet dancer, but in truth, she's an exotic dancer. And but we wanted someone who could be limber enough. And and boy, Kathleen Catherine really pulls off some uh, some beautiful numbers. She moves beautifully. She looks fantastic. And today, she doesn't look like she's aged a day. And I have also, to tell you, I mean, she's stunning. You know, what I, mean? I mean, she's so beautiful. Uh, I mean, you know, if I, I had been there, I would have brought her back for sure. I mean, and but, a beautiful but person. The other thing about her was she, before 90210, she had been sexually abused by Harvey Weinstein. It's her. was one of the accusers. So we mm. actually had a, a TMZ worthy moment there with her and learned a little bit about her. I did. I couldn't help but ask that question, though. I thought it was pretty telling in a, in a way because. I asked her if she had ever done nudity. In, in, on it was an interesting question. Yeah. Because I wondered that, you know, because you certainly went as a young, and, and again, I prefaced it with the fact that I have been 
naked on stage all over Canada. So, uh, you know, that was the early 70s. Love to see that footage. So I, I, you know, I wasn't like just uh, talking from any, you know, non-experience. Sure. But that, you know, it was kind of came with uh, the actor's bag of tools at that point. You know, if you were doing serious films, you were going to be expected to do maybe perhaps some nudity if you were young and beautiful. Um, And so I knew that might be in there. And of course, that's always, that's always, you know, that's she also Harvey did the movie. That's like his radar's up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She yeah. also did the movie Swingers, which yeah, which is a great, great really movie. movie. She's so good in that, and uh, it was that's really. Why that's why we cast her, Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's we right. Seen her in Swingers, and we said, "Oh yeah, we can get her. Great, let's cast her." Yeah. I mean, she came in in red, and she could uh, do all the acrobatic things we wanted. She's a sweet person. A, a good story. Show. Yeah, it's a fun show. We never got to reflect, by the way, on 2021, which was a. We did some pretty big shows. We did uh, Planet Nana Twin on all those fantastic people internationally who were with us on that show and and adding all that all to it. And uh, it then really we doubled down our reach. And we, we doubled, doubled down, down. America's, America's zip, code. zip code. Fifty fans from fifty states, fifty stars giving shout outs. It was yeah. a giant, giant fun, and and those people were wonderful. And hearing their stories were was really amazing. It gives the show some, you know where it is in context today, you know, really gives a clear picture how much it meant to people. What it of course, the Story Slam and the development of Story Slam has been a blast and as well. Story oh, Slam so we did, and they came, we did three, and then we did a bonus Christmas one. Why not? Jason Loved it. and mm-hmm. Catherine Cannon and Matthew Lawrence and the wonderful Jason Carter. Yes. They settled into his new home in Albuquerque. Uh, people who live there, please stalk him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but because I know our friends in Louisiana are going to miss him, Caitlin yes. Williams. They were neighbors of his, and yes. they, they would see him in Matair, Louisiana. But uh, that, those are some wonderful shows. I only wish we could have a greater reach. I, I think we we got to get uh, the word out. If people love the show, they should be staying with us. And, and also, you know, review it on Apple Podcasts and rate it and stuff. We don't ask you to do that enough, but it's obviously it means something because we're, sure. we're not marketing yes. hard enough. On, on we're not good, marketing hard enough. The good content we have because the story slams were wonderful. We had Jenny Garth narrating a story about her young self, uh, yes. Kelly Taylor. Uh, Kelly, you know, as Kelly Taylor, we had, and then that episode is uh, amazing. And we had the wonderful Jonah Platt in it also playing our friend Colin Connor Furlong. Yeah, yeah. a lot of good there. stuff, yeah. man. And, and good Jason, stuff. of course. Anyway, I just I, I urge people to go back and look at that stuff. It's all on YouTube and the archive and also on the Facebook page. Absolutely. And we're going to start putting some clips together so that people know where these things come from. You know what I mean? We have to get some short clips and stuff together of like, oh, this was this episode. Someone so said this and start getting them in the universe again. You know, we used to do that all the yeah. time here and then. Then real life started picking up and, uh, you know, and now we're back to this weird COVID land of things coming out. People should have nothing to do but listen to us now. That's it. That's Uh, it. Yeah, everything else is good. You know, I'm waiting for my uh, my new book to come out, Road to Shambhala. It'll be out in a couple of weeks and I'm going to do some promotional stuff. I've got some bag of uh, memorabilia stuff I haven't really gone through. Got to get Pete over here to, to kind of transfer some of the VCs. I can't the, wait the, for the this. The dailies I have. I have, no <laughs> I have no idea. Hopefully, I didn't tape over them. But right, you never, never know. Piece of our lives is now taken. Thirty-year mystery bag of stuff. We taped over uh, some WWE. Oh yeah, w- <laughs> research <laughs> material. WWE. It was yeah. already WWE when I was there. Yeah, it already changed over. It was corporate. Uh, anyway, guys, it's great to see you. Anything else? That's it. Oh, uh, Melanie would like to know what you've been watching on TV during oh, okay. this last yes. yeah. Okay. What I, I, I turned off last night was the uh, 
The Lost Child or something on Netflix. With, oh, uh, The Lost with, Daughter. The, I the saw Lost that. Daughter, you know, the wonderful uh, Olivia Coleman, but it was just like watching paint. Fell flat. So torturous. Yeah. And so, yeah. We used to, but, you know, we've been going through all these uh, European detectives, and, and a lot of them are based on novels by Harlan Coben. So, we're watching yes, one now called Fake Books on Netflix. Yeah, which we like these things. They're about eight episodes, and they have a lot of twists in them. And, but we're waiting for Ozarks coming out the 21st. Oh, so, we're can't wait. Can't wait. I know. I'm now. really and stoked we'll about that. But one so night. Sometimes you know, I do feel like with shows, with the way the streaming thing goes now is like, I haven't seen that in a couple of years at this point. So I almost have to go back and rewatch the, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? To re- what what happened? Did you see the last episode? Did you see the last season? I I, I think I did, but I don't remember it. You're, you're right. Yeah, you're probably right. You know? I no, have to go back. To recap. Yeah, definitely. You know, just quickly to to know what's no, up. It's, you, know, it's, you know, Marty Bird and his wife. Yeah, yeah I love his that show. His wife is savage. It's, yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, that actress oh. is so. What's her name again? Uh, Laura Linney. Oh, she is yep. wonderful. Um, she's so good. This week, Chuck and I are covering a show. We're we're looking at something from season two or three called. Oh, I think it's season two called uh, Midlife Now What and. Hmm. And uh, Gillespie is going to be joining us for a little bit on that because she's got a really beautiful part in that show. And uh, and we're still trying to get some more guests for this. So um, this should be a lot of fun. And we will catch back up with you soon, Larry, and uh, all of your whereabouts and what's going on. And it should be a blast, man. Thanks, man. Bye, everybody. Take care. All the news that's fit and lit. All right. right. Bye, Larry. Thank you. Always good to see uh, our buddy Larry Mullen. And uh, so, hey, Melanie, um, you do have a puppy. You do. (laughs) You do have a puppy at this point. I do. She's not in here. She's uh, peacefully laying down with the other dog in the other room, which is surprising. Um, Yeah, she's very cute. I do need a name, though. I need help. I need a name. She's a girl. She's black. She was a Tijuana street dog. So maybe something Mexican. I don't know. Or something like 90s or pop culture. Throw them at me. Drop them in the comments. That's it. I, I'm I'm all about Willow. Willow's cute. We were thinking <clears throat> Dora. She's very exploratory. You that's know, cool. Dora the Explorer. That's kind of cute. But um, that's I don't very, know. We'll that's very childlike. You have to like, <laughs> you know, feel out their personality because she came to us as Rose, right? And obviously I'm Melanie Rose, so we can't have two, can't roses, have two roses in the, in the house. Household. Conflict of interest, right? So, um, yeah, well, every Dora's rose has its thorn. Every know. rose <laughs> does have its thorn, and I've got a few of them. So, oh, you know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> All right, let's Good look to be at back, Pete. Good it to is be back. it is really wonderful to be back here. Yeah. Okay, let's see. This is where we're going to start. Okay, this is fun. Okay, Tori was and our on. buddy Darren Martin shared this. That's very he sweet. did. And you know what? I also gave you a photo that I took from my actual TV when I watched her um, not win. It. Nope, not, not it. it. That's it. Yes, oh. there we go. She was playing for Every Mother Counts. Um, she was on with um, Raven Simone and uh, Tara Lipinski. And she won. She did great. I think she ended up with like $55,000 for her cause. She was really cute to watch, of course. She always is. Her personality shines through. And it was a great episode. It was a, you know, being there with Raven and some other cool females um, was was really neat. So now I'm curious. Uh, Tori did not win uh, this this game, right? She won one round. She won one of the rounds and did go to the bonus round, yes. But I think Kelly, uh, Jenny Garth crushed it. 
Jenny Garth crushed it. I would say if you're weighing the two of them, then Jenny definitely beat Tori. But you in, know what? In, Tori in held of, her in, own. She did great. Sure. In, in, in Wheel, Wheel of Fortune World. I think they need to do a big Pat, say John, uh, say Jack. Exactly. You need to do a big fucking, uh, <laughs> this is really a good way of saying it. I just cursed in it. But Pat, say John, Jack, you need to get all of them on and do a 90210 tournament mm. and see who is the best at all of this. Family Feud would actually be fun for the oh, 90210 duh, right. crew too. Like they could yeah. go against each other or, or if they did like 90210 versus Melrose Place or, yes, you know, or yes. Beverly Hills 90210 versus, versus 90210. 90210. Mm. I mean, so many possibilities. We should definitely we should totally be casting Family Feud. Okay. I mean, obviously. Um, somebody probably said Holy 1990s. <laughs> All right, let's see in the casting department at um Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of oh, hey, uh speaking of 90s, I read an article in Adweek today. I posted on my Facebook. Um marketers are not getting over the 90s. Like we keep bringing it back. It's so trendy and nostalgic still and it's just not going anywhere. So. I don't see it going anywhere either, Melanie, and here's why. Because in the 90s, the 60s were were everywhere. 60s and 70s mm -hmm. were always being referenced and the people that were writing were writing about their experiences in those time periods. Yep. And now that we're in the 2000 and whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> people, those people are writing and giving us the content that they grew up with, which happens to be eighties and nineties. Yep. So uh, in 10 years, we'll be dealing with the, the OOs, <laughs> right? <laughs> which I don't know what came out of that, but there'll be something I'm sure the OOs are like, can tell me 10 things that came out. Oh Yeah. But I mean, so it's exciting. I think um, for all of us that grew up in the '90s, and me being one of them, I'm I'm excited about all the content and to make some of the content as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay. So here, speaking of making content, here is our buddy uh, Jason Priestley directed a project, Keeper of the Cup, and it focuses on the Stanley Cup, and it's with William Shatner. Thanks to Larry for sharing that with us this morning, so we could add it to the news. If you're a sports fan and you like hockey. You're going to have to check that out. Listen, I, and we know how much Jason does. So you know that it's going to be passionate and fantastic. And all of I love Jason as a director. So I'm I'm Ooh. stoked to watch it. So. so talented. Got a good eye. All that. All of that shit. Okay. Let's see. This is Maggie. I know them. Yes. You texted that to me the other day. That is the dark side of the 90s on Hulu, a series that's streaming now. So go check it out. Obviously, there's some 90210 references in there. Um, I haven't watched yet. Our friend Maggie, of course, did. So Wait, it wasn't hasn't that been out for a while. I believe it was on Vice, maybe, or uh -huh. it's it's a spin-off of a show that was on Vice, Dark Side of the Something. Um, of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring, which Dark is Dark Side of the Ring. Stories. Yep, yeah. yep, exactly. So I, I think that they kind of um did a play on that. I don't know if this was on Vice before or if it's originally Hulu, it's but um is this the one that, that actually yeah. Charles yeah. did did the thing with that we covered like months and months ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Charles is in there too. Definitely. Yep. Yes. Okay. I just don't know what episode, but he's cool, in there. Cool shit. Uh, I mean, uh, listen, I love Vice and all the content that they have there, so it's always exciting. Okay, let's talk about this. Ooh, Pacerville coming to theater soon, of course, with our friend Brian Austin Green. Cannot wait to see him on the big screen. I might actually head out and, I don't know, take an afternoon off and go catch him in a matinee. That seems like it'd be a good time. Um. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's a fantastic film. He's fantastic in it. Um, 
he's told me a lot about it. He's really proud of the work he did there. And it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a really awesome fucking movie. And I know you got to like a little bit of the scare factor and all that stuff. You know, you have to be, you know, but it is so, so good. And he is, you know, I always say to, uh, well, to Brian and to myself, like, you know, you forget sometimes because we watch them in 90210 and it's a it's this microcosm of the acting world. But he's such a talented actor. Everything mm. that he did is is great. And he's still able to perform um, and, and do awesome things and projects that people will care about and find interesting. So and he was- looks good while doing it. Just pointing out. Definitely. I mean, I'm, mm. that's, that, I'm not going to get further into that. I'll let right. you and just your friend a, just and everybody. Just a little comment. Yes. Observation. Okay. Uh, so hey, I, don't know I when love that, that is you happening. have all these picks today, by the way. Great job. Great job getting the uh, the picks together after our Twitter to... comments from like Rory or Kristen about, you know. It's not me. It's it's <laughs> StreamYard, our mm. wonderful hosting device that mm. we used to do the show. Shout out to uh, Dana Benz, who can, is one of our friends here at the StreamYard world. She's I am not cool. working at StreamYard. I just meant she's at Streamyard, but anyway uh they now have this thing where you can upload all the pictures at once and it has totally made my life so much simpler thank you Streamyard, for, for your help i think we can all appreciate this new development pete <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see what we have i hope this is like i'm missing a picture let's see um <laughs> tiffany posted this this week um obviously love all the saved by the bell flashbacks so that was really cute. And uh, it looks like Mario Lopez is missing. AC Slater, where were you? We don't know. Probably no. uh, not invited. And I just would like to say, though this is going to be rude, and um, I, I just would like to say, you know, Tiffany, I see that you always post your uh, your references to Saved by the Bell. And I think that, that, this, that your work on Saved by the Bell is good, okay? But it is such a different show than what 902 Beverly Hills 90210 was. Mm-hmm. The work that you did on Beverly Hills 90210, sorry, is a compliment. Right. So take it, so take it as a compliment, far exceeds anything that was done on Saved by the Bell. And I and that's no offense to that's not diminishing. That work is very good, but there was so much texture, it was so layered, there was so much depth, you know. I mean, and I can go through the whole your whole run. So it's time that you let go of this, whatever your thing is with 90210 and come back. Yeah. And come start talk to celebrating us. the work that you did on that show because it is really incredible. I am really riled up about this because oh, I just. Clearly. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, we got off the Tiffany train last year a little bit because we're like, fuck but, this. But, but hold up. Well, well, talking but, to us. Well, it, her, her, her PR people aren't talking to us. It didn't, right. t- Tiffany might be like, I have no fucking idea that they asked me. You know what I mean? So, like, that might be a, a situation. But listen, I just, because I just think that. I mean, we, we all support her uh, in all of her ventures, whether it's the Food Network or, or her that. books or the Save by the Bell reboot. We're all down, Tiff. I mean, let's celebrate the work. It's so fucking good. You're so good. You're such a great Valerie actor. Malone, solid. Look what's, look what's coming. It's the 90s con. Um, we are not even being asked to promote this, but Melanie, tell me about this. Yeah, it's in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, March 11th, 12th, and 13th. So for anyone in that area or that would like to travel to that area, highly recommend. So there is an all-star lineup. Of course, there are no 902 no people in it, but 
let me share some names. Just a few, not all. Melissa Joan Hart, TLC, the Lawrence Brothers, including Joey, uh, Holly Marie Combs, Christina Ricci, Nev Campbell, Nick Carter, Joey Fatone, and many more. Um, so again, check it out. Google 90s Con, whole lineups right there. It's some weird long website, so I'm not going to put that up. But um, yeah, 90s Con. If I could go, I would go. I mean, it's so many cool people. But but again, where are the 90210 people? Nowhere. Um, well, no, but listen. Well, here's an idea. Um, why don't they bring the Beverly Hills 90210 show and we'll do a live thing in Hartford, Connecticut, promoting yes. and plugging away at our show. Maybe we'll get someone 90210 to come with us. Anybody. This would be so much fun. Them. So what is the who's running this? This is 4E. That's entertainment. Yeah. Bring yeah. us in. We would love to bring the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Well, I'm going to make that. I'm, I'm going to make that call uh, today. Let's see what this is here now that we covered that. Oh, I am so my sto- God. I am- I am so stoked about this. I am so stoked about this, Melanie. You have no idea. Like, I am. I was obsessed with Crystal Pepsi when it, uh, when it was out originally. I ran a. uh, I don't know if I can plug it right now and and download it, but a couple of years ago, me and uh, a friend of mine were working on a project where we. um, It was about old brands and what happened to them, and we started working on like a docu series about that. And we put Crystal Pepsi in the foreground. I had to find it and special order it. It was like, it was a whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm. But so now it's back. It made my life so much easier. But listen, don't get too excited. It might be back, but it's actually, you can't buy it. It's part of a contest where fans can win it by using the hashtag, show us your 90s. So hashtag, show us your 90s on Twitter. Uh, Pepsi wants people to post pictures of themselves in the 90s, and Pepsi will choose their favorite 300 photos. Those 300 people will each receive six 20-ounce bottles of Crystal Pepsi and the very first people to get their hands on it in years. So show us your 90s on Twitter. Maybe you'll win some Crystal Pepsi, but show us your 90s anyway, just because obviously we love the 90s. So the fuck? Just I know, put the you fuck can't just, just go put buy it, it right? Contest bullshit. Apparently it must be in very high demand if they can't just sell it, or they're afraid that it won't sell because it's actually not that good. Um, Pe- Crystal Pepsi is better than Pepsi. Is it? Does it? I don't know if I ever tried it. Does it taste like Pepsi or Sprite? It does. It, no, it tastes more like, like Pepsi. I don't know where you clear? got that from. I don't know well, where it's you a clear just got soda. So, like, yeah, not everything mind, has a soda, not everything Sprite, lemon lime. No, and that is no lemon lime. Not lemon it. lime at all. Not no, it's not lemon lime at all. It's right. It's just Pepsi okay. without coloring. Okay, okay let's well, see. Why do they put the coloring in anyway? It just doesn't even make sense. <clears throat> so bad. I think we're just all used to it. Let's see. Let's see this. We saw that. How the fuck did that happen? All right. I must have skipped Crystal Pepsi. I, I'm really streamyard, right, Pete? I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of pissed right now about this Pepsi thing. Okay. Yeah, sorry, you can't buy it. You know what? Actually, don't even do the hashtag. Don't even do the hashtag. Don't do any of the things that Melanie just said. Boycott it. Boycott it all together. Make them bring it back. All right. Hmm, okay. See, when you don't have an ad-based program, you can say shit like that. (laughs) This is true. Um, Okay, some Brian Austin Green news. He was actually trapped in his kid's school. Apparently, he was there doing some volunteering, painting, um, and they locked the gate to the parking lot. So I believe he posted a story saying that he was trapped there. So that don't you think this is a little bit a little bit ridiculous for the headline? Like Brian was having so much fun with it. You know what I mean? Like let's let's. Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah. it just goes to show, you know, like the media, um, yeah, craziness with okay and such. Oh, that's 
cute. That's Kathleen recreating her Expanse character. Um, Expanse, which is streaming on Amazon Prime right now. Check it out if you haven't already. I see two hearts from Pete Ferrero there. Always, Kathleen. There will always yeah. be two hearts for you. Always. Let's see. Uh, and it's really great, by the way. The Expanse is looking good. It's uh, it's great. Her work is so great. It was always, she's a fantastic writer, one of my favorites, but also um, an even more incredible actor. And depending on what she's got going on, I can flip down and reverse that. So okay, I like both equally is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Let's okay. see. Oh, this is my uh, Peter Krause news, obviously. They're actually in development for a follow-up on Six Feet Under. Uh, they don't have a writer yet, but this is probably happening at HBO. Um, obviously, I love Peter Krause, Jay Thurman from Beverly Hills 90210. And um, also Michael C. Hall was in that show, who's now on the Dexter reboot on Showtime, which I've been enjoying. So um, just a little news, uh, another show I used to love. Loved Six Feet Under. The ending of it was one of my favorite endings ever. They tied it up all nicely in a bow, which makes me curious, like, how they're going to revive it. But we'll see. Incredible. Okay, let's see this. Tori has got messiness out now. Back. It's back on MTV. Um, it airs Thursdays in January at 9 p.m. Pacific. All right. And then we have this. Gabrielle had a birthday this week, and she celebrated with a nice, mellow birthday dinner at home, which is how we should all be celebrating right now with this COVID sitch. And Jenny shared that. Uh, happy birthday, Gabrielle. We all love you here. Uh, can't wait to have you back on the show. Yes. Hopefully soon. All right, Melanie, I think that is all the news that there is right now. Isn't that true? I think so. Um, you know what? Let's just chat quickly about what we're watching. Pete, what have you been consuming for? The Sopranos. I re I started rewatching after I interviewed Jamie Lynn Siegler on Guest Star. By the way, everybody should go check out my Guest Star podcast. It's doing really great. We've got have set, have had some great guests on it so far. Um, and uh, I, I just did a deep dive and rewatched it. I just finished it. I had a little bout of the uh, the COVID remix, the Omicron, so I was uh, down and out for a little bit there, and I was watching, I start watching it, so that's what I've been watching. And something old is new again. How about you? Okay, a couple things. First, Yellow Jackets on Showtime. I'm obsessed. Juliette Lewis, Melanie Linsky, Christina Ricci. It's kind of like a new adaptation on Lord of the Flies, a little bit psychological thriller, some mystery, some 90s high school girls getting in a plane crash and trapped somewhere. So I love everything about it. It drops weekly. Um, also watching Cobra Kai season four with my family and uh, Money Heist. I'm trying to get through to part five. I love that on Netflix as well. Very cool. Yes. All right. Well, let us know what you're watching. Follow us here and uh, and 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 join in on the 90 News stuff. Melanie, with that. Yes, with that, just really quick, thank you guys for sticking around. I know we took some time off and, you know, we kind of do this as a hobby. So thank you for being so patient. And uh, we're back. We're going to try to stick to every week. We may not every week. We might. We'll see. But either way, thank you for watching. Have a great weekend. And with that, 9021, out.